On this episode, we welcome my friend Mike Hulick, who I've known since junior high. When we graduated high school, we pretty much went our separate ways and forgot about each other. It wasn't until recently we ran into each other on a night out and had a chance to catch up. Come to find out, this guy had his own gym and was bartending on the side. Lots of fun stories in this one. Hope you enjoy it. Mike, it was great catching up with you. And we're live. We're live. What's up, uh, Mike? Mike Hulick. Yo, yo. Uh, for anybody listening out there, uh, so Mike and I, we go back. I met, I met him, I think, junior high is when we first met, uh, way back when in Waller, Texas. Um, and we, we reconnected here recently, yeah, a couple years ago, huh? Two, yeah, maybe two years ago. Yeah, here at Corner Yeah, here at Corner Bar. Uh, in College Station, so it's crazy how small the world can be sometimes, especially when even before we didn't really like know each other. I mean, I, th- I think I mean I knew of you, but I don't think we ever had like any yeah, we social. Hang- yeah, we <laughs> we were. I, I wouldn't say we were like we weren't friends, but we also weren't like just chilling, kicking it with each other, you know. Yeah. But then like we we had a friend, uh, Kevin, for example. Uh, we were talking about him the other day when, uh, when we were just chopping it up. Uh, being goofy that one day, but yeah, Kevin, uh, I actually found him on Instagram, uh, and I, I added him, I want to hit him up, uh, but he, he and I hung out a lot back in, uh, I want to say through 7th, 8th grade, even in, in a lot of high school too, um, cause it was me, him, and Matt, Matthew Boyd, I don't know if you remember him. They, they played tennis together, right? I don't know, I have maybe. I Ke- Kevin played tennis. Did he? I, see, I didn't know if he was in... I don't ever remember him being really active in sports in high school. Yeah, he was really active in drugs. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. Uh, yeah, because he was goofy. Oh, my God, that dude was funny. He was always so funny. Um, yeah, we. so one of the main things that we always did was um, we'd play paintball on the weekends mm. a lot. And that was something I think Matt was more into yeah, than all of that. us. Yeah, Tyler Powers, too. He would play yeah. every now and then. Um Trying to think what it's crazy is like name off all these people and I have no idea what they're doing these days, you know. Play you know, base I played baseball with uh Tyler and then who else? There was like Teal Jordan. Damn, I haven't heard that name for fucking forever. Right? Like oh uh Eric Huffman. Yeah. yeah I see him on social media. Oh still. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I haven't really seen anybody. Uh like I said, I just uh I just reached out to uh, Kevin the other day. I want to catch up with him. I don't know. It looked like he was doing a lot of photography. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's always been into that shit. What, um, I get, so he was up here after high school, right? Y'all, both y'all came up here after high school. Did y'all know that? Or was yeah, it planned? Yeah, uh, We lived together for a little bit, too. Oh, no shit. Yeah, Damn. Yeah. What was that like? It was fucking crazy. <laughs> Reckless. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. What, uh, I guess, so that was right after high school. So we graduated, and then y'all came up here. Y'all, y'all didn't go to school, right? Like, y'all didn't go to a I, I went to Blinn for a little bit, okay. but I was just, I cared more about jujitsu. so I yeah. was just, like, doing Yeah, that. No, and that's something, um, so before, I actually deleted my Facebook, but I remember we were Facebook friends. I remember seeing, uh, kind of watching you post on Facebook, like I saw one time you were, you, I think you were at a house party or some shit, and you ended up getting stabbed or something. Yeah, I got stabbed and four times. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody commented uh, that you were like cussing at people, like "fuck that motherfucker," as you were getting hauled off on a stretcher. Yeah, or yeah, <laughs> yeah. That guy, yeah. So we were at a house party, and um, 
This guy originally, he tried to steal my laptop. And it was what? just some random guy from Houston. Yeah. And it was a big motherfucker. He was six foot six, Jesus. 230 pounds. Big boy. Yeah, I have his mugshot still. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, he was trying to steal my laptop, and I just, like, punched him. Like, I was like, man, like, what are you what doing? The fuck? Is that your house? Like, is no, your house? It was Mc- McCurley's. Oh, Joshua yeah, McCurley? Yeah, so he, no lived, way. he lived in Bryan. So this happened wow. in Bryan. Long time ago, I guess. Yeah, so we had a house party. And uh, anyways, he tried to steal my laptop, take it away from him, just punched him. Yeah. And then he kind of like fell down, got my laptop back. And then like <laughs> they got like calmed down. Like we're all cool. Everyone's cool. Yeah. Again. And then he started like going around like grabbing girls' asses, uh, including my girlfriend's at the time. Yikes. And I was like, all right, so we have to squabble. Round two, yeah. Yeah, so I ended up dropping him again. And then his friend took him out into the car and like drove him away. Uh huh. And I'll get back to why they drove back, but uh, they ended up coming back. And Josh came up to me. He's like, "Hey, man, they're outside." I was like, "You make sure they don't come in." And I was like, "Fuck, I guess." <laughs> I had enough alcohol that yeah, night. yeah, so juice like, up. Right, well, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was outside at the door, and I remember it vividly. This guy, he was a smaller dude. He walked yeah. up and he was like real nervous. And he was like, hey, man, like, you, like, just go back inside and, like, we'll be fine, blah, 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 is what I think he said. Uh-huh. And then um, his friend, his name is Patrick, he got out and was getting, like, all animated and just, like, crazy as shit. And then he starts walking towards me. So all I know is that I have a door locked behind me Ooh. and I have two people coming in front of yeah. me. Yeah. So I was like, okay, fuck. So as Patrick's coming up to me, I just punched his roommate or friend, wherever the fuck, I punched him, dropped him. Yeah. And then me and Patrick started uh, fighting. I didn't know I was getting stabbed uh, (laughs) and until he was unconscious on the ground. And then I remember looking down at my arm. Yeah. And there was meat hanging out. Oh, yeah. And then it was hard to breathe. Oh, fuck. So I got stabbed in my arm and then into my lung on my Ooh, side. What? And then I got slashed like twice in the back of my left tricep. God damn. Yeah. Was it like a box cutter or some shit? Because I, I don't remember seeing yeah. the knife. But it went deep like yeah. into my side. That it was like, that yeah. was the real bad one. Yeah, was, if it reached your lung, that's yeah. terrible. Holy and, shit. Um, yeah, but yeah, shit was crazy. And I. All I remember is just like a burning sensation. Yeah. And then uh yeah, we saw his mugshot. His whole uh right orbital, I think right or left, was crushed. Just smashed in. Yeah. Jeez. I'll show you the picture after the Yeah, podcast. yeah. But uh, yeah, his like eyes like yeah. Yeah. Orbital done. Damn. So for those for anybody listening and obviously for everybody who doesn't know Mike, uh Mike is an extremely experienced fighter. Uh you know, in high school I mean, what, you were a state champion wrestler, right? No, 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 no. Oh. I, I didn't make state champion, but uh, I won districts, uh, and then uh, I tore my LCL at regionals my senior oh, year. Oh, damn. And then I had a scholarship to go to Wayland Baptist to wrestle, but yeah, I didn't want to fucking live in the panhandle, and it's so cold as fair. Fuck, yeah. You know? I mean, it, also, I didn't really want to go to college. That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, back then, did you know what you wanted to do in life? Or, I mean, obviously, you enjoyed fighting and mixed martial arts ever, and ever since I, so i started grappling when i was 14 okay uh and i always which what was that freshman year like saw or eighth grade eighth grade ninth grade yeah, okay yeah grade. and then uh i just always wanted to own a gym which yeah I, which i did own a gym yeah uh here in downtown Bryan, but i had it closed because i got sick so. right right so then uh so wrestled in high school you were doing 
uh, jujitsu back then as well, or you were you so, got into it after? So high mostly, I just did rest. I I I took a couple jujitsu classes when I was like eighth grade. Yeah. over at Westside Jujitsu in in Katy. Uh huh. And then uh, just followed up with the the wrestling coach there because I knew that there was wrestling in high school, so I mm-hmm. just wanted to focus on that. Uh, did wrestling all through high school, and then once I moved to College Station, uh, I found a gym, and then I just strictly just did that. I've been doing that ever since. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. How does that work? Because, you know, obviously you, you said you went to Blinn and all that. Um, how does it work? Like, were you just bartending? Uh, were you making a living off, uh, you know, jujitsu, Or how no, did that no. work? When you start with jujitsu, like, even still nowadays, you don't yeah. make shit in jujitsu, Right. Unless you're, like, good, you make, pro- uh, like, you do private lessons or you own a gym. Yeah. So that's why I got into bartending. So I got into bartending because, like, I couldn't have, like, a nine-to-five job because... Like, you got to train. Right. And uh, I was like, well, I, I can bartend because that's at nighttime. Yeah. So, you know, I could still, like, you know, do all my training stuff and then uh, just work at night and make my money then. Yeah. So then. Well, uh, I'm sure you could also make more money in a short amount of time. Yeah, exactly. Bartending. Yeah. yeah. Just put a couple hours in and make a right. bunch of bucks. But, yeah, so that's uh, whenever I opened my gym, that's why it was called Last Call because mm-hmm. I used bartending terminology to, you know. No, that's bartending, dope. Bartending paid for the. Paid for the gym. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. And that was, uh, you just opened it in Bryan, right? Yeah, uh, it, it was in, in Bryan. It was in downtown Bryan, the historic district. How long did you have it? Uh, about three years. Three years. Yeah. And then you got sick, you said. Yeah, I got sick. And uh, is, I mean, is that something you, get, you plan on revisiting, uh, having the gym, or are you just taking a break? What do you? Yeah, I'll definitely open up a gym again. Yeah. Uh, but I got to get my kidney transplant yeah. first. So, Damn. What, yeah. So what, what happened with that? Because I know that just, <laughs> I, it seemed like, when we've kind of reconnected up here, good, you know, you were good, and then not long after that, you were having health issues. What, what was it from that little house party? Is when all that started, or how? To, no, no. Okay. So I didn't oh even, wait, no, that was your long. Never mind. Yeah. The the house party that happened when I was like twenty years old. Twenty one for legal purposes. <laughs> yeah. Tw- yeah. Twenty one. <laughs> yeah, that happened like a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, the kidney issues. Uh, only started to happen about like a year and a half ago. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so pretty much um, went to the hospital because uh, I had some, well, to be honest, I had a suicide attempt. Oh, shit. And then uh, went to the hospital because I had overdosed like on some pills. Uh-huh. And uh, they're like, hey, man, like your blood pressure's like crazy. And like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's always been like that. Sure. Yeah. And so they're like, we're going to we're going to keep you in here and like run some tests on you. Uh, and I was like, all right. Ended up staying in the hospital for a week. And uh, they like did a biopsy, ended up doing a biopsy of my kidney. And then they like came back in the room. They're like, yeah, you have a end stage renal failure. I was like, what? <laughs> in English? Uh, yeah. They're like, yeah, you if you would have waited like another week or so, you'd probably be dead. Holy fuck. So it's kind of crazy. It's like uh, how like the suicide attempt like saved my life. Yeah. You know, it's kind of wild to think about that. Right. So they're like, yeah, you got to fucking get put on dialysis and all that shit. So, God damn. Yeah. So that's what you're doing now, huh? Yeah. So trying uh, to... three times a week, four hours each time. Got to go to Brian. Yeah. And then they put two 15 gauge needles into my right arm. And I just sit in a chair, fucking get on TikTok, and just for four hours, kind of four fucking hours, from five forty a.m. to about ten a.m. Holy cow! Yeah, 
That's crazy. I had no idea it was, or I, I mean, I, I'm not real familiar with dialysis, but that I didn't realize it took that long, or that was such a long every week. You know, twelve hours a week. Yeah, yeah. 12 Jeez. Hours a week, yeah. And so, I guess, what does that do? Just kind of help, like help stabilize you, or they, t- they take your blood out and they clean it, and then they take oh, out the, all the extra liquid in your body and take it because oh, you can't fuck. really expel it whenever you yeah. have kidney failure. So, Holy cow! Yeah, getting flushed out yeah. three times a week. Yeah, it's wow, crazy dude. Looks like this giant margarita machine. <laughs> and it's just like two like two of those spinning circles. Yeah, you got a yeah. little cherry lemonade, little <laughs> just your blood going Fidi in. Fidi colada, that's in. crazy. Yeah. That sounds It's a weird experience, man. I can't even imagine, yeah. Like when it, when they first put you on dialysis, they have to build a thing in your arm called like a fistula. Okay. Uh so that's why I have this like big ass bump in my arm. Oh, okay. Um because they have to create an access to pull your blood in right. and out. But originally what they do is they put a, a central line in you, which is right here. And I still have that scar. So it's like right into your neck. Uh-huh. And uh, that sucks. God. It just feels, it felt, so, I remember it being so anxious whenever the first time I did dialysis. Right. It's literally like in like your neck and you're just like looking down and you see all this blood coming Fluids. out. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck? It's trippy. Man, I get wheezy when it comes to blood. I don't know why. Like, bl- when I see blood in general, I, no big deal. But if it was my blood, like someone's pulling blood for something, pass out. Dude, all the all the dialysis techs, are, like every time, like they put the the fifteen gauge needles in my arm. Yeah. Every time, I'm always squinting, <laughs> and they're like, "You have all these tattoos. Like, why are you? What are you worried about? <laughs> I'm like, it's fucking different, man. Like this shit. Is this is like like different. fluids, in, like inside of me. You know, this is my blood coming exactly. out. Exactly. And a kind lot of all of it. Yeah, <laughs> literally just full circle, just in and out. out. Yeah. God, that's crazy. And so when it's running, it just like, I don't know. Feel, I would imagine what water looks like going through plumbing pipes you know like yeah is it like that like it, it's clear lines you can see the blood ah, yeah damn. you could see it but um yeah you just get like real tired and shit but yeah it doesn't, well, it doesn't hurt except for the initial needle poke. right damn so are the the access points that he put in you is that like a permanent thing you're gonna until or is that temporary yeah, they, until you get the transplant they they leave it like you can't see it it's just a just a little bump yeah yeah It'll just be there for the rest of my life. Oh, really? For the rest of your body? Yeah. Even after transplant? They can take they can take the fistula out, but like the chances are I'm so young, I'll, I'm going to need to get on dialysis again eventually. So. Oh, wow. Because the kidneys eventually will fail. Yeah. Because I have a... So I got diagnosed with IgA nephropathy, which is... Um, uh, actually, fun fact, it's the same uh, disease that... Uh, that famous bodybuilder has his name's Chris Bumstead. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. he has IGF for up to you as well. The only I was gonna say because the only bodybuilder that I know that was I mean obviously he's older, but Ronnie Coleman I know he was yeah on a decline and he's you know not nowhere near where he was in his prime, but at least uh, you know some of these other guys like Arnold Schwarzenegger he's still active and all that. But so really, Chris Bumstead's got a he's got the same disease. Yeah. Crazy. What does yeah. that do? Is it something to do with your kidneys as well? It's just an autoimmune disease that uh, attacks the uh, the kidneys. I don't know. It just like blocks up the fucks you up. The I don't fucking know. Oh, it just like fucks it up in a way that um, like so. Basically, what happened to mine is that I didn't know I had it for such a long time because there's like preventative measures measures that you can do. Uh huh. Um, but like having like the high blood pressure for a long time, that's just like real bad for your organs. Yeah. And the reason why I had high blood pressure is because the the disease for my kidneys. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And eventually, like it'll just if you don't un- 
don't like treat it, it'll just cause scar tissue. Mm. So it's like irreversible. Yeah. So, yeah. Damn. So you just discovered all this in the last pretty much a year and a half. Yeah. Wow. Even through high school, like you had high blood pressure and didn't even know, huh? No. I was always pretty healthy too. Yeah. No, you've always fit. Yeah. Yeah. Fit as fuck, ripped, built. You're, yeah, you were jacked, dude. Um, in fact, I think uh, <laughs> that was something I'd probably hear the most, you know, just throughout the co- classes and everything, all the girls, you know, be like, it was it was you, Eric Huffman. I don't really know any, like, I don't remember any, like, upper class. Oh, Miller Pierce. I remember Miller Pierce was, the ladies love Miller for yeah. some reason. Uh, well, not, I say for, for some reason. He's, he's, he's a hunky dude, too. He's a know? handsome man. Yeah, he's a handsome man. They can't can't knock it. Uh, yeah, but uh, those are three. I mean, you were definitely one of th- those three that were talked about. You know, you were, you were the you were the man. You know, back then. And for anyone listening, it's not a big deal to be the man back then because it was a fucking shitty <laughs> high school with like less than like a thousand. Dude, I think our class what is like maybe three hundred fifty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were we were rolling deep. We're rolling deep. Yeah. It was crazy. So uh, before I moved to Waller, I, I went to Spring High School, and oh, okay. uh, yeah, and they. I want to say there. If I would have stayed out there, the graduation class was going to be around a thousand. It's yeah, that's a that's way bigger. A little bit bigger, yeah. yeah. And what's crazy is uh, right after I moved, uh, let's see, it was yeah, th- it was either eighth or ninth grade because eighth and ninth grade, or all through pretty much seventh, eighth, and ninth grade, it was almost like every other semester I was back and forth from spring to Waller, um, big old like divorce debacle uh between my parents oh, your but, parents, yeah. yeah so uh anyway but i think the last time that i moved i want to say it was uh freshman year when i moved back i think the the week late a week after i moved back there was a big stabbing in spring um like right outside the cafeteria there was uh i think oh, man it was it was a gang thing and now oh that was one thing that's crazy difference from uh waller to spring waller no gang activity. Spring, there was gang activity. We had a bunch of Edgars, but that was better. Yeah, yeah, but not like Bloods and Crip type shit, you know. Uh, and that that was what that was big out there for some reason. And you wouldn't you would think not because it's spring. Yeah, it's a little urban suburban area, you know. Um, but yeah, Bloods and Crips. Even when I was in junior high out there, man, Bloods and Crips it was a regular thing that was talked about. So, but anyway, so back back uh, so. Held stuff right now, you know, jujitsu and all that shit. What, uh, so you just kind of just waiting for the transplant, huh? Any yeah, timeline on that? Yeah, I'm second on the transplant list right oh, now. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I actually, uh, I competed back in November, mm-hmm. um, which like two months ago now. Um, I didn't think I was going to win anything like that. Yeah. But, uh, I had a pro match right before I started dialysis when I got diagnosed and i got all the way up to 200 and fucking 30 pounds oh shit it's hard to breathe i walk around for everyone listening to those like i walk around like 180 yeah 85 yeah 50 pounds heavier and I, though. I gained and that was all water weight yeah um so then like once i started dialysis it all came off but yeah i tried to do i tried i competed in austin texas uh for a pro match right before i started dialysis yeah where i couldn't fucking breathe like it Wow. I couldn't even, I would get out of breath walking to my bathroom, like Jeez. in my apartment. And it was just terrible. But I was like, fuck it. I'm going to compete anyways, just to say I did it, did that. And then I was like, I want to compete while I'm on dialysis too. Mm-hmm. So I competed in November on dialysis. Uh, 
originally I was supposed to have a, a guy that was a black belt that's like 40 years old. So mm-hmm. it had been like a little bit more yeah. matched up. But he ended up pulling out and I went against some like fucking young buck, 25 oh, brown fresh. belt guy. Yeah. Really fucking good. Ended up just getting fucking tired, lost. Yeah. But, uh, Jeez. But then, yeah, I'm going to compete again after a, a transplant. That'd be good. So it should be kind of cool to just like have all that experience. And be normal again, I'm sure. As normal as I can be. I don't yeah. know. Everyone, I, I've met two people that have had uh, kidney transplants that are like close to my age. And they're like, you have no idea like how good you're going to feel after you have it. Wow. It's like, fuck, I've been operating on like a shitty system for yeah. so long that I don't even know what normal feels like. Right, right. Or how like efficient like your body will feel, you yeah. know, and just clean. That Like the, the main thing that people told me or they told me is that like um, the level of clarity in your mind is just like crazy yeah because you're just like when your body is filled with like toxins like pretty much 24 7 like you you can't think straight like you just have Mm -hmm. like no mental clarity it's just hard Jeez. yeah and plus and and even like the physicality aspect um dude you're just fucking tired all the time all the time especially like after dialysis dude i have to sleep for like five hours just to just to like come back kind of just like normal balance out yeah jeez so you have a lot of mental fatigue tired yeah yeah damn what what, do they give you a timeline or you just waiting until they call i could get a call literally right now yeah it just yeah i think i was talking about earlier but like whenever i was like uh november when i competed i was on call for a transplant so i didn't even know if i was going to compete right they're like you're on a 72-hour watch like you have to be on your phone like ready to go ready to go to houston yeah all like at a drop of a dime yeah i was like all right and i told the promoter i was like hey man i might not be able to compete he's like i don't give a fuck (laughs) like if you get that call yeah yeah, go to survive (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, go yeah but so that was that was kind of hard going into that that fight week with that on my mind yeah being able to stay focused when yeah. you, you, but you, I mean, like I said, like I didn't go in like thinking I was gonna win. Right. I just wanted to fucking you know get out there, be in the out, activity, be I involved. Love. Yeah. Damn. So how? So with with you know you're on the call list right now. How? So are they basically just? I don't want to make this sound morbid or anything, but are they just like waiting for someone like, to die. organ donors to die? Yeah. yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. My my doctor, he's from like Nigeria, so he has like this weird accent, and like he he comes see me at the clinic all the time to mm-hmm. do his rounds, and uh, he's like, "Be close to your phone." He does like in this weird accent. He's like, <laughs> "Because a lot of people die during the holidays." Ooh. I'm like, "Oh shit." <laughs> he's like, "He's like <laughs> lots of drinking and driving." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh fuck." You know that he's could like, work out. You know there there is an upside to that. It sounds like. <laughs> I guess. God dang! I mean, yeah, that's a good, interesting way to you know think about it. It's always yeah, obviously guys, very so true. For anyone listening, if you're gonna drink and drive, just be an organ donor. Yeah, please. Yeah, <laughs> for our boy Mike at least. <laughs> for a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> dang, dude. Yeah, with an organ donor, I mean, wh- what exactly do you you agree to give up? Just anything that's healthy on your body? Yeah, everything. God, it's not like a menu. We can just say, uh, oh, only this or only that. I'll take literally everything they can. Wow, you just yeah. get chopped up and thrown away. Yeah. I wonder what those funerals are like. Like closed casket. I imagine. I have an, <laughs> it looks like a scarecrow from like Wizard of Oz, Fuck. you know? <laughs> just stuff them and put them in. God dang. Dang. So hopefully, hopefully soon, man, we get a you get yeah, a call. They're thinking the within the next like 
they think this year for sure. Yeah. For sure, but uh, within, like, the next six months. Well, I guess how far have you come up? Like, when you first uh, got put on the list, did, were you, like, number 10 or something? I, was, or? I wasn't on the list whenever I first started. Really? Okay. I was on the list because of uh, the suicide attempts. Oh. Yeah, they don't want to give a kidney to someone that's just going to fucking kill yeah, themselves. Yeah, just do away with Yeah, throw it away. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, it took a long time for me to, to get on the list. Okay. To prove that I wasn't, like, suicidal anymore. Yeah. It took about, uh, like, eight months, I think, to get oh, on. Oh, shit, that's a hell of a time to wait. Yeah. To not, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So, once that was up, you uh, you got put on the list. I mean, where have you, how far back were you back then? I don't know. I didn't oh. know until uh, I got up to third. Okay. And, but I was always, they're like, you're going to get one soon. Because you're so young and you're healthy otherwise. Right. Um, so, yeah, you just got to wait. Wow. Shit, man. Well, hope it comes soon for you, man. Fingers yeah. crossed. Hopefully uh, you can get it done before summer and you'll be out there, you know, shredding the beach body and everything, you know? Right. Living life to, to the max. Yeah, definitely get the fuck out of Texas after this. <laughs> what, what, so what, where are you trying to go? Bro, literally anywhere. Yeah? It's like, because I, can, I can't be... Uh, like four hours away from Houston at any given time. Right. Like I have to because you got to drop and go. And then plus that. I have my dialysis three times a week here. Yeah. So it's like I can't fucking go anywhere. Yeah. Basically on house arrest. So it's like a yeah, it's like a prison. Scene. Yeah. Jeez. So it's like I just want to go fucking anywhere. You don't have any uh specific places on the map that you'd like to. <coughs> just, well, are you trying to like completely move or? Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. Gonna fuck out of here. <laughs> Especially. Yeah, I got to get out of college. College station. station. Yeah, this college town. I know. Bro, I'm 30 years old now. I'll be dude, 31 in February. I'm about to be 30, man. Dang, dude. I'll be 30 in May. So, but. dude, that's why, like, literally the last year or two, I've been, especially in the last year, I was like, dude, once I hit 30, I got to do something different. Or just get out of a college town, you know? Yeah. Because I don't want to be 40 years old, 50 years old, working in the space. It's one thing maybe to own a business, you know, and just kind of be behind the scenes. But it's yeah. another thing to be, especially out here in the bar Bar scene. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> oh, man, I'm thinking of a... I'll keep it quiet. Oh, no, no, no. You got stories? <laughs> no, no, I just don't want to be a certain guy. Oh. I have an idea of who, you know, what, what you're referencing. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of things... That could happen after 30 if you stay in the scene out here. And they're, <laughs> they're not good. No, no, <laughs> no. There, there's definitely better things that could be done with your life. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So uh, so right now, I mean, or, or I guess let's go back to, so we were. I was going to ask you, like, after high school, you know, did you have any particular thing outside of, uh, you know, fighting that you were wanting to do or you just wanted to focus on training and, and mastering that craft? I'm a very boring person. So, yeah. Uh, just jujitsu literally was my whole life, and okay. still is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's like all I did. Okay. Wake up, train, 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 train sleep, sleep, work. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Bartending every now and then. Yeah. Got it. So you you want to take that on the road now and go find another state or is it a uh, I guess one thing I'm curious about is, you know, are different states more active than others when it comes to uh, jujitsu and training and all that? Texas is the 
the hotbed for jujitsu now. Really? Honestly, it was uh, California. Now uh-huh. it was California. Then it was New York. Now it's Texas. Yeah. So, like the the two best gyms in the whole country are in Austin, Texas now. Wow. Okay. So you wouldn't want to move to Austin. You just want to completely get out of I Texas. I fucking hate Austin. Dude, I hate it too. I fucking it hate sucks Austin. over there. Everyone from our our high school either went to College Station or Austin. And I was like, I believe there's it. no fucking way I'm going to Austin. <laughs> I already had to deal with these people in one town. I don't want to. It's just so whack. <laughs> yeah, man. I went over there. So I actually played a gig on 6th Street. Uh, it was last summer, I want to say. And it's cr- crazy seeing the scene over there after covid um i was talking to you know a handful of locals and you know some of the bartenders as well went at that that place that i was at and uh they were like yeah when covid hit it completely changed the who comes out yeah and they it's not for the better it's not for the better um there was uh so that one the first time i played out there uh, you know, it got to the end of the night, closed down, had all my shit packed up, and um, I was go- I went to found went and found the head bartender. She was gonna give my check, and I was gonna bounce. And so she's like, "Hey, here's your check. Did great. Appreciate you coming out. Um, and you know, just talking about like, hey, come back. You know, we'll make sure you come back soon. Blah 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 blah. And she's like, "All right, I'll walk you out to the back, and you know, make sure you you, you know get to the street, okay?" And I'm like, started giving her shit, and like, "Oh, you gonna walk me outside?" You're so kind. You're so kind. She's like, ha ha, okay. Open the, the back door. He's like, all right, good luck. Slam the door right behind me. And dude, it's pitch black back there. Oh, shit. There, it's pitch black. And it's an alley. You know, it's basically where all the dumpsters are. Uh, and there's just hella homeless people. Yep. And then, like, hood rat shit left yep. and right. And I'm like, I'm sitting there with like $3,000 worth of shit, you know, on a cart. And I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't have. Yeah, they're going to jump your ass. And I, I know, dude. I boogied out of that alley so fast, dude. <laughs> and fortunately, I parked uh, across, I parked uh, one block over in a parking lot. And uh, But, dude, parking up there was so expensive. I, that one night, oh, yeah, yeah. I parked there from... Because I wanted to get there early, you know, kind of get settled in, get familiar with the scene and whatnot. Naturally. Yeah, yeah. You know, professionally, right? You just got to yeah. be professional. So <laughs> I got there at 6. I didn't, I didn't go on until, like, 11. Because they had a live band that night that opened, so... Uh, so I got there at six and I, I left around like two thirty, and parking was like $75 for that. And I'm like, <gasps> fuck that, man. Yeah. I think parking in college stations is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Austin. Austin? Was, yeah. Way. Like, fucking ridiculous. Damn. I mean, granted I was one block over from sixth street, you know, like the one of the main parts yeah, of sixth yeah. street, but I'll just, that's ridiculous. You know, parking here sucks too. Uh, and it gets worse and worse every year. I don't know what's uh what's gonna happen with Northgate. I mean, they obviously the city's making a big push to damper down out here. Dan, you know, kind of slow the roll uh, with the bar scene and the nightlife and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. What well, what well, I guess what was it like when you came up here? Oh my god. Crazier, like m- way more fun. Hopefully. So I moved here in 2012. And Damn, you've been already ten over ten years. Yeah, twelve years. <sighs> so every day of the week was busy. Wow. Every day. That's amazing. And so like, this, what we see now is... This is yeah, fucking terrible. Dead. Yeah, terrible. Wow. Uh, yeah, Northgate was a party every night. I mean, it was crazy. I mean, like, I think that was the, the, the year, like, we had Johnny Menzel back then, too. Oh, yeah, it was like 13 or 14, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think I think we beat Alabama that year, too, uh, For, in I 2012. I so, yeah. One of those years, the first years I moved here, and... and I tell you, that night Hype. that that happened, 
Bro, it was fucking crazy. <laughs> it it made no sense. And like I never even like really understood football back then because right. like, my I didn't grow up in like a, a like you know a household with like that they really watched football. Right. My mom's Puerto Rican and my dad's Russian. Ah. So it's just like all different right. cultures, yeah. Yeah. So I didn't grow up watching that, but like watching people just like go like, ape shit about <laughs> fucking some sports ball. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Like this is nuts. Hard to not match energy, huh? Just no, yeah. the excitement. Yeah, but that yeah. So nowadays it's just real tame. It's just oh yeah, kind of like, compared to 2012 yeah, and all that. Yeah. God, I can't even imagine. I would have loved. See, so that was something I'd heard about uh, Nashville. So right now, Nashville, I'm actually looking out, looking at uh, going out there. There was another DJ that I'd come across, and they were saying up there especially during the summer, a DJ could be booked three times a day, seven days a week. Fuck yeah. I'm like, I mean, that's a lot of work, you know, just, and also you don't want to get like stir crazy doing the same shit, you know? Yeah. So, but even still, I'm like, damn, and I bet they have people, you know, for some, yeah, yeah. I've even noticed just since I moved up here since um, like what, probably the back half of 2020, I, I didn't move up here until I think, Maybe it was October of 2020. 2020 or 21, I moved up here. Um, no, it was 21. I waited till October 21 to move up here. But I'm, I've noticed from the time I started playing up here, coming working up here, that parties have gone down dramatically. Yeah. I mean, just being out in general, it's almost like you have to beg people just to come hang out. You have to do crazy deals to get people to walk through the fucking yeah. door. Yeah, it's great. Well, also doesn't help that we've got a massive bars just in like a, you know, hundred hundred yard stretch. Yeah. Um. But God, yeah, we're, we're, did y'all have the same number of bars back then? Twenty twelve. Yeah. Uh, really? Man, yeah, all this I mean, there, cool? there's 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 probably more bars now, but yeah. like not a lot more. Yeah. It's not like it just over doubled overnight. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's not like that. It's just like little bits here and there. Yeah. It's it's been around the, like the same amount. Yeah. So when you started bartending, where'd you start out, and then, uh, I guess how has that the moved first, on since? The first bar I bartended at uh, was Mad Hatters, which is now it was El Jefe, and now okay. it's Freaky Tiki. Freaky Tiki, yeah. But it was Mad Hatters, which was uh, like the sister bar of Rebels. Okay. Uh, and dude, like Tuesday nights there, we did two dollar tea nights. <sighs> And uh, I work. That's actually where I met David Godinez. Okay. Uh, we worked together. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was wall to wall fucking packed in that bitch. Just slamming drinks out every yeah. night. Is or oh every Tuesday. Every at least. Tuesday. Like, yeah. it, it was like that was like the bar to be at. That was like the Chimmies back then. Nice on Tuesdays. Was Chimmies around back then? Chimmies was not around. Huh. In okay. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was nuts. It it was crazy to see that many people fit into that small. Small yeah, it's space. A, it's basically just like a shotgun styled house. But I think it's, actually uh, that, that was like that was my bad. That was like 2014. 14, okay. Yeah, 2014 is whenever I started uh, really really bartending because I was like kind of trying to do college back in 2012 2013. Mm-hmm. Kind of, and I was just like, <laughs> man, fuck this. I'm doing jujitsu and just slinging yeah. drinks. So I've just been doing that since. Yeah, way more casual lifestyle. I'm sure just. Yeah, and then but I I bartended like uh fuck dude a lot of bars. On I was gonna say I mean over ten years now. Yeah, so I bartended at uh, Social Logies, Mad Hatters, Corner Bar, uh, Hookah Station, 
Uh, Commander's Cove. <sighs> what else? Um, fuck, I can't even think of any more. A lot of places. Yeah. Well, I'm at Toku now. Toku, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, uh, I mean, that's a lot of jumping around. I mean, obviously, 10 years is a lot of time. Um, what, what, a lot of reasons for, I guess, what were a lot of reasons for moving? Just, like, different ownership come in, different management, and you'd be like, nah, I don't like this. No, I was oh, just what? a dumbass. No. <laughs> yeah, it was just about every, about every bar, it was just my own fucking downfall. Yeah. Yeah. God, hey, just, what all what all fun were you having back just then? Just depression and, and oh. drinking and being dumb. Oh, dope. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see uh, a lot of funny videos with you and Godinez from, like, the uh, probably in the last five years, especially. Yeah, we, we've done some <laughs> funny shit. <laughs> I wish I would have them all, because I swear to God, if I posted them all on TikTok, I would... Uh, you blow up? Yeah. Little local legend? Even even one. I posted one of uh, David. I fucking wish I didn't delete it, but uh, I posted one. I made him a cake uh, when he got off of house arrest for his <laughs> DWI, his second one. <laughs> And uh, it like it was the reenactment of the of uh, the scene, the crash scene, <laughs> and it's me like walking to his room and handing him the cake, and he's got both ankle monitors. Oh on. my god! And he's just he's like got two ankle monitors. He has two ankle monitors on. He has one for location and one for testing his blood. <laughs> and he's just like shaking his head and like, dude, that thing fucking blew up. Oh like, my god! I had a god. shitload of views and. Uh, yeah, a lot of people like fighting the comments, like drinking driving is not funny, blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. He started riots. <laughs> he hit a tree. Like everyone's okay. The tree huggers uniting. And the tree was even fine. He hit the planter box around the tree. So oh it was just my a concrete. God. Who wait, where was that? Which fucking like uh outside the parking garage, I think. Right here off Northgate? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> What did he do? Just fly out of the garage, or he, he was just driving down the street right there? I'll let him tell. Okay, okay, story. yeah, yeah. But, well, uh, <laughs> all I know is that a planter box got hit. Got it, got it. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, it was in the way. So. And I don't even know if he was drunk. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. You know, it's all accusations, right? Yeah, it's all accusations. <laughs> Allegedly, I'm pretty sure he's already gotten convicted for that. But ooh, you know, but maybe. I don't in know. my eyes, it's just all accusations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. I, I just I heard what happened. It made a cake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Got a cake a nice made. <laughs> he was my roommate, so, you know. God damn, that's funny. After that, uh, I bought a keg because uh, I took him to the, the to the jail to get his shit taken off. Uh-huh. So I made him a cake, took him to jail, get his shit taken off. I went directly to the specs, bought a keg, and we went to uh, a pool and just, like, had a party. <laughs> had a bender. Yeah. Guy, he was probably only two beers deep and falling over, huh? Yeah, it was a it was a wild day. God dang. That was back when, uh, was the Cove around back then? Or y'all were that just still kicking it? That was way before COVID. Okay, okay. Well, saying the, well, you say COVID or the Cove? Oh, you said Yeah, uh, I was asking Cove. about the Cove, yeah. Yeah, it was Because I didn't know if Barracks was still around. Oh, really? Damn, dude. This place sounded like. There was less shit to do here, and it was way more fun. I think we were just younger and just didn't give a fuck. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. I guess that's that could be something, too. <laughs> yeah, we're I just, missed all the good times. Fuck, man. Yeah, we're just old now. Now we want, like, fucking other shit to do uh, besides the drinking. Because drinking gets old after, like, Actually years. do something with life. <laughs> or, like, more activities with drinking, at least. Or oh, something. yeah, yeah. Change up the activity. Yeah, instead yeah. of just drinking or playing beer pong or... Yeah. Uh, what's the other one? Uh... With the dice, 
Um, uh, I can't remember the name of that game ever. Anyway, uh, that shit's fucking lame. Anyway, beer die, beer die, beer die. Yeah, yeah there we go. Yeah, yeah. I don't, not a fan of that game. Definitely not a fan. Anything of that game. with like throwing an object, I'm terrible at. Which is why even I, throwing axes. Yep. Anything, any, any throwing activity. Yeah. Terrible at. That's why I do <laughs> jujitsu and wrestle. That's true. That's true. You get your hands on it. Put your body weight into it. Yeah. yeah. Fucking basketball. Nope. Football. <laughs> nope. Baseball. Baseball. Nope. nope. Soccer. <laughs> nope. Fucked up. Dodgeball. Nope. You know, I'm actually, I, I'm actually thinking about. Uh, I want to organize a field day. I think it'd be fun. That would be fun for I'll uh, watch. Huh? A watch. A watch. Yeah. Hey, you know, we need we need spectators. We need so commentators. Yeah. Hey, oh, dude, actually, so I was thinking about that as well. Um, I'd want to commentate, not be. I want to organize it and put the event on, but I want to commentate and yeah. go around with like interview people. Like, hey, how do you think <laughs> you're gonna do in the front half or the first half? You know, um, oh dude, that'd be fucking dope. Uh, it's just a lot to organize, and then politics of dealing with all the different bars, yeah. you know, and all the managers, bartenders. Um, no, I think it'd be dope though. Just something to do, especially during the summer. Yeah, summer's always dead around here. If, were summers like that uh, way back when, when uh, twenty, when you were here? I don't know, man. I can't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> back, back way back then. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Just kind of days flew by. Yeah, that's a long time ago. I just remember the parties though. I don't remember the. I mean, that's what counts. I remember the parties. Yeah. I don't remember the slow nights. <laughs> remember the the hype time? Yeah, the downtimes. I mean. Downtime just like blends together. Yeah, I know. Well, so my first summer up here was probably my favorite. Uh, that was back when um, I was hanging out a lot here at the corner. Yeah. And um, I mean, every day it seemed like we were doing something or they, they were doing something. I just got invited. And uh, that's when I really got to know uh, Godinez and uh, everybody else. But God, it was just fuckery day after day. Lots of fuckery. It's hard to, like, like you said, it. I don't remember any specific moments, but I remember like when when we get, when we're all together, somebody will remember something and it's like reignites. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I know one thing was like James, for example, he was staying at uh, he used to live in this place that they called La Casa. It was just like this beat up, like looked like a halfway house. Are you talking about that the like the frat house that had like the fucking animal heads everywhere? I don't. Was it I, that one? I don't know. It, I mean, it's a house. Just an old house that is, I don't think, ever been renovated or updated. And it's on just a large lot. And uh, it's like right down the road from here. Was there a bunch of animal heads everywhere? Man, I only. A pool table? Oh, there was a pool table, yeah. But I, I, I say, I think there was a pool table, but I think what they did, I only saw it when it was uh, used as a. Beer pong table because they would yeah, put plywood. Yeah, I think we're talking about. Yeah, okay. How do you fucking miss all the animal heads everywhere? It was one of those nights. One of those nights, <laughs> I guess. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. It's yeah, yeah. So yeah, there there were a lot of times like people would go and sit up on the roof. Um, I know that's where they would do like initiations for the new staff. Um, and then outside of that, let's see, beer pong. Oh, they had this like in the living room, like a three layered deck for couches. So they just had like risers, yeah, like a movie yeah, theater. Yeah, 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 we're talking about the same place. Okay, yeah, that place. And then I witnessed uh, Godinez and uh, Joaquin wrestle. Got that on video. That was funny. 
Yeah. And then Joaquin tried to say that he beat Godinez, and I don't think that was the case. <laughs> I'll let you. I'll let you make the official call, but <laughs> I'll trust your judgment on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, that was good times though. That was a good times, but yeah, uh, I would say especially lately or as of the last year, a lot of those shenanigans have died off a little bit, and everybody's, I think, starting to make grown up moves. You know, just get serious about life. I don't know. Fucking <laughs> I mean, shit. You so you trying to get out of Texas the next year, huh? <sighs> what do you want to do? What do you What do you got envisioned for the next? One, three, five, ten years. What you got? I want my own gym again. And, yeah. Uh, my own bar. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah, so a bar. bar and a gym. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. Is like it'd be one thing to own a bar on Northgate. It's another thing to be. I don't here. want to own a bar on Northgate. No. No. Well, in general, like I was saying, like if I were to stay around College Station, that's yeah. If I yeah. Were to stay in College Station, but yeah. yeah, no, I agree. I think a bar, having a bar would be dope. What uh. You got anything particular in mind? Like you kind of specific theme? You gonna make oh, it like punk jiu-jitsu? rock dive bar? Ooh, that'd be sick. Punk rock dive bar, bunch of only girl bartenders, pretty much all tatted up. And yeah, shit. and divorced dad music, Fuck dad yeah. rock music. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Dude. A lot of just Creed on repeat. Yep, I love it. Jukebox jamming, huh? It's like Dudley's draw, but make it gothic. Dude, that'd be sick. That'd be dope. That'd be sick. Have you been to? Uh, it's up in Austin. I think it's actually on Sixth Street. Uh, but it's called. Wild Bills, I think, or what's it called? Dirty Bills. No, Dirt, I, don't, uh, I, have, I don't fuck with Austin. I oh, yes. Damn, I think... Uh, I have to check it out. Though. Yeah, you gotta check it out. I mean, I'll show you pictures later, but it, it kind of fits that, you know, yeah. that 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 aesthetic or... Um, but yeah, the, there was a... The only thing is, and obviously because it's Austin, I think, they're uh, proud to be gay over there. Yeah. So... If you want to have it in your bar, cool. But if not, don't blame you. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they got a cool space over there. I went and checked it out uh, a little while back. It's probably I think it was during the summer actually. Yeah, during the summer I went and checked it out because I went to Austin to kind of explore, but I went to visit um, that place I already played at. They got a new general manager, so I wanted to go meet him. We kind of talked. Char- we talked earlier in the year and, and talked about meeting up and or you know trying to line up events but so i made a trip out there one night that i was off go meet him explore a little bit see what austin was like and uh even man for some reason that part of sixth street was just dead even during the summer not a lot going on uh and in the that gm was telling me that they had a uh, a lot of dependency on frats and orgs as well um so, but anyway, while I was there, I went and checked out that place, Dirty Bills, and it was Dirty Bills. I'll yeah. have to keep that in mind. Yeah, it it's a cool little spot. Um, damn. So you travel a lot at all? Like you are, you have an ideal state you'd want to move to, or? Were, were, did, did you, were you born and raised in Waller, or did you move to Waller? I moved to Waller. I was born in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Holy shit! Yeah, I was born in Janesville, Wisconsin. Holy cow! What brought you to Waller then? Uh, my parents, but obviously. Yeah, dad, obviously. So. They just grabbed you and threw you in the car. Yeah, I was born in Wisconsin, then I moved to Puerto Rico, and then uh, <laughs> and then I moved to uh, Katy. Holy shit. Yeah. Kind of all over, huh? Yeah. What What took you from Wisconsin to Puerto Rico? So, Wisconsin to Puerto Rico, um, 
my parents were broke as fuck. Okay. Uh, and so my mom was like, well, we'll just go to Puerto Rico while like, you find like a good job. Mm-hmm. My dad. And so I lived in Puerto Rico for a while. And uh, my dad ended up finding like a, a good job in Texas and was like, all right, let's kick it. Move to Katie. So I moved to Katie, went there, and then uh, eventually just moved to Waller just because my parents didn't like the school system out in Katie. Yeah. Katie's top notch. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, so is, is it pretty, what's it like living in Puerto Rico? I'd I love to go check it out. I actually went uh, during COVID to Puerto Rico. Oh, shit. Yeah, and uh, it's so fucking beautiful out there. Yeah. yeah Did they no react idea. to COVID? Like, they freak out at all? Or they oh, was like, dude, it was it was so difficult to go there. Really? Yeah, you had to go, uh, you had to get one of the, what is it, like a PCT test? Or oh, a PC, yeah. Whatever test. They swab up your nose, that yeah, one? That yeah, that one Ooh. in order to go. Yikes. And then uh, once you get to Puerto Rico, it was like a fucking sci-fi movie. No Everyone's way. wearing like all these uh, fucking Face hazmat suits. Yeah, what? And you walk in through these like gates that like automatically like check your temperature and stuff like that. And then wow. you have to let the like government officials know like where you're staying if you're visiting. And you have to text them every day. What? If to see if you have symptoms or not. Yeah. And if you don't text them... Like saying like you're clear of all. They just show like up a, at the. Place. It's like an automated uh, message. You click like yes or no, but oh. they're like, like, are you having any of these systems? Blah blah blah. Yes or no. And yeah. Like, you don't respond, then they just show up at your door. Oh fuck. And they're like, hey, you gotta go. <laughs> yeah, f- fucking, what's going on? But uh, holy cow, yeah, it's cool. Like, there's a there's a island off Puerto Rico called Culebra, that has like one of the top ten beaches in the world. We couldn't, wow. I couldn't get to go there because it was only for. Residents, uh, they wouldn't let you travel. Locals, to it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think I think Puerto Rico's dope. Damn, but it's either there or I would like to go to. Uh, I don't, you don't know him, but his name's Kelso. He he moved over to to like North Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, like the I think it was Wilmington Beach or some shit. It's cold up there too. Yeah, cold but as fuck. He's like, you should come out here. So I was like thinking about like. Uh, maybe I'll go out there for like a year or so. Yeah, figure it out, just, to get just out check it out, and then just figure out where I want to go. Yeah. So. I mean, she can do like what you did when you're here for a little bit, just bartend, kind of see what bartend what happens, and maybe like teach some jujitsu at some fucking school. So. Yeah, yeah. How does it work with jujitsu? Is there like a specific thing you're good at, or or like what do you teach? Um, like how does? I'm not familiar at all, obviously, but is there like um trying to think of a something to better explain what I'm asking like is there do you teach certain motions or certain uh I don't yeah yeah I mean like you I don't know if that makes sense <laughs> it's the same as like teaching any kind of like sport yeah you, know, you go through like the the fundamentals the movements and and you know like strategies and mm-hmm. like shit like that uh it just depends everyone teaches uh jiu-jitsu a little bit differently uh, some people teach like moves at a time. Some mm-hmm. people uh, teach, uh, you know, sequences, which mm-hmm. is, I like to teach sequences. Okay. Um, so like combo. Yeah, you know, where like, you do start here, when you get here and you progress. There, like, yeah. How to go from A to C. That's cool. Um, but it just depends. Yeah. What uh? What what level are you usually teaching at? Like, are you teaching beginners, or are you mostly like you want to stick with more advanced? Uh, I would like to fighters. teach more advanced. Uh, okay. That's why, like, whenever I owned my gym, I didn't have a kids' class. Yeah. I didn't want to be a fucking daycare. Yeah. So Fuck uh, that. I just had a competition school. So right. I just wanted to teach, you know, people that wanted to be, like, 
you know, athletes. Right. Not, not, I didn't want to, I didn't want to gear towards the hobbyists, mm-hmm. which I mean, the, it's cool if like the hobbyists are there. We need like, you know, practice dummies and right. I need to fucking pay the fucking light bill. Yeah. The, the, the goal is just to have like competitive people yeah. search me out and, and want to train there. So people, when they, uh, in that, I guess at that level, are people traveling to different schools and they're only there for a short amount of time or are they usually staying with you for Everyone was staying with me for, you know, for the get-go. Yeah, okay. Uh, But some people just, like, they bounce around. Mm -hmm. But that's, like, more like the hobbyist that just, like, bounce around, just, like, hit up open mats and stuff like that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. So, So people who, I guess, really aren't competing, they're the ones that are just... I guess maybe just trying out different uh, instructors. Is that basically what they do? Yeah, and that's and that's what like, uh, I always told people. I was like, they would like ask me about like all the gyms in town. I'm just like, they just try them all. Yeah, but and then just like go whichever like instructor that you like, mm-hmm. you know, because people have different preferences. Yeah, teaching like, styles. Yeah, people I'm sure, people yeah. learn better from teaching uh, different teaching styles. And it's just like, but if you want to be like a competitor. Like, this is what we do. This is how we do it. Yeah. And, I mean, we had results to show it. So, you know. Dope. How many people are you were usually teaching at a time? Or I guess I guess it, you can kind of line up multiple throughout the day, huh? Yeah, I, I taught at noon and 8 p.m. every day. Okay. Is it class or more one-on-one? It's class. class. And then I, I, I would have the, the gyms open, t- like, 24 hours, so I could teach privates whenever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um... I think when I first opened my gym, like before, like before I even turned the key, like to open the first class, I had sixty students. Oh shit! Yeah, it that's was a good start. It was fucking, it was good. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah. So, but then like, I mean, towards the end, I got sick and like, uh, yeah. I was in the hospital like three, four times a week. Just couldn't. I couldn't either. teach. Yeah. So I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta shut it down. You know, let these kids go somewhere else where they can get, you know, some more yeah. attention because I, I, I couldn't give it to them. I had to focus on my health. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's got to be tough. You still keep in touch with them? I don't really keep in touch with anyone, to be honest. Um, like, I just don't want to fucking just, like, text everyone all the time. Yeah. Like, if you text me, like, yeah, for sure, I'm going to talk to you. Yeah. But then, you know, like, people just fall off. Right. But they're all like I see them on social media and stuff. They're all still training and stuff, which I'm happy for them. Yeah, uh, I'll have some people that come in the bar every once in a while. Like, hey, dude, like check out this stuff, and they'll like show me like videos of them like doing like some some stuff in like training or competition. Like, yeah, and it makes me really happy. Yeah, that they like, kept it going. Yeah, that that I mean, that's the whole whole thing is that I just want jujitsu to grow and like I want them to like everyone that I got to teach. I want them to you know uh, develop higher as a you know a yeah, person yeah, yeah. in general. So that makes me happy. But That's yeah, dope. I, I don't fucking, I'm not going to text you every day. Yeah, no, no, no. I wouldn't expect that. Yeah. Um, no, I was just curious, you know, if you, if, you know, as you get closer to uh, maybe reopening one day, you know, if that's something, obviously, if you mo- go to another state, yeah. kind of pointless unless they make a special trip out there. But yeah. yeah, I don't think I'll open up in College Station again, to be honest. No, I don't blame you. It's town, I hate this town. Yeah. This place sucks. They just got old. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I've uh, especially over the last year, 
Um, you know, and even outside of North, the the stuff with like the city and the North Gate, I get it. You know, they're trying to just take all the fun out and just make it strictly college. But um, no, I, I kind of just the politics here sucks. The government sucks. You know, like the city sucks. They hate us. Yeah, I mean, they're just. I mean, just I've never met any of them, but just like how you know the their police act. You know, yeah. towards us, and then also the uh, parking tickets. Dude, it's that shit's so fucking ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. So fucking like ridiculous. 50, 60 bucks. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. It, it just, it just, without having any knowledge or or conversation with anybody in the city, it just seems like these people are just money hungry. Just yeah. whatever they can do to make money off you. Um, and that's the case, obviously, with all the parking here is just a bitch. And they skyrocketed all the prices <laughs> over the over the last year, so that was cool. Everything's more expensive now. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm definitely looking to get out of this town as well. Um, but the flip side is, you know, housing costs just went up a lot. So, unfortunately for me, I've got really cheap rent right now dude me too yeah really cheap where, where are you at now you here in town or are you yeah, in brian yeah, yeah. or i'm on university like right behind like uh it's like where the chipotle is uh not the one closest to northgate but yeah. the one like closest to highway six. Oh, okay okay yeah, I'm over by yeah. There. i pay 500 dollars a month wow. all utilities what <laughs> That is crazy. You have roommates or? Yeah, yeah, I got two roommates. Damn, dude, that's still fucking. But it's cheap. a four bedroom. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you have an extra bedroom. That yeah. They're just probably looking for another one. Damn, dude, that's not bad at all. Five hundred all in. Yeah, cheap. <sighs> so, I live. Yeah, I live out in Hearn, man. I mean, I'm twenty, thirty minutes away, right? And I mean, I don't have roommates, thank God. Um, I mean, there's obviously pros and cons to my situation, so. Pros, um, I would say, is rent. Obviously, if I pay five thirty-five, but that's rent. You know, that doesn't include utilities. Yeah. Um, but I will say that where I live is not energy efficient <laughs> at all. <laughs> so like no insulation. In the no, bitch. my God, dude! I woke up this morning in thirty-degree weather, man. Uh, it was. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, like, so I basically live in like a. a I don't want to say like a studio. It's a little bit bigger than a studio. You know, it's probably four or five hundred square feet. You know, so mm-hmm. not bad. But it's just me and a dog. You know, that's all I need. Um, but yeah, so not energy efficient. Uh, all I have to heat that space is, or what they provided is a wall unit heater. Mm-hmm. It's not, and it's electric, so it's not even like fills, yeah. fills gas or propane. You know, great. That'd be way better. But it's electric, and it's just fucking ass, dude. It's like. Uh, I have that thing set on 90 right now, and when I woke up, it says the thermostat, and I think the thermostat only reads like right, in, like just in front of the where the heat the heater is, right? Um, but it says it's 65, and I'm like, <laughs> I woke up, ain't no way it's 65 in here, because in the summer I'm sleeping in 65. Yeah, <laughs> this ain't 65. Yeah, see, see your own breath. In yeah, exactly. You know, my dog, I have a husky, so he's chilling. You know, he's like, yeah, he, he he's ready to go outside. Me. He's like, man, come on, let me outside. This is my time. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fucking cold out there, but, uh, yeah, so not energy, and it's not even that bad in the summer. Summers are pretty good, uh, you know, I, I don't have, like, a AC system, obviously, but I have, a, I have basically two window units. One is AC, one is heat, and, uh, you know, the AC, the, you know, keeps up during the summer. I don't have any 
major issues you there. The other downside is I don't have a full size water tank or water heater. Oh. So I get like at most seven, eight minutes of warm water, not hot water. Just in, in the reason it's warm is so that it does last seven, eight minutes. <laughs> if it was hot, it'd be like four or five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'd be taking them 30-minute showers, bro. Dude. Contemplating life. I see. Exactly. I need, you know, every now and then I need that. But so it's funny. I'll, um, that's actually why I need to double check. I have a little situation with TrueFit, but they have showers. You know, all their locations have showers. So that was something I was like, you know, I could justify $30 a month just to have hot showers for as long as I want. Yeah. Um, And it obviously makes, you know, it gives me a place to work out as well, you know. Um, I haven't worked out. I've been going to another gym called uh, the Arc. I yeah, don't know if you. That's my my student. My old student really? owns that gym. Re- who? Chris. Chris. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Chris is dope, man. He was my student. No way. Crazy. Yeah. That's because he's a. Uh, I mean, he's like whole ass grown up, but you know, with fucking what four or five kids or some shit. Yeah, he's got like thirty fucking kids. Yeah, it's crazy. They show up in that fucking spaceship of theirs, you know, and they yeah. just dump them out, you know, when they show up to the gym. Damn, that's crazy, small world. Yeah, Chris is cool. They, uh, I ran into him and uh, his wife uh, Amber at Carney's St. Patrick's Day last year, and then uh, we kind of struck up a deal where, um, you know, because they asked me about playing for their member events, and I was like, you know, you know, startup business. I would rather work out a deal where it's like a trade for services than yeah, like exchanging money. You know, yeah, for sure. Um, so basically, yeah, I just. I play for their member events once a month, and I got a membership. But, yeah, I've been wanting to utilize – I've been wanting to really um, help them grow. Um, I'm, I'm always trying to find creative ways to, like, come in and, and build events that are specific to oh, yeah. whatever that space is, right? So, obviously, the member event, I want to um, come up with a way to, to – make that bigger, better, whatever, um, and also help them grow. So, uh, but also I need, just need to get out there and use the space again. But anyway, so back to what I was saying with like showers and whatnot. So technically I don't have like a, I don't have to pay for a gym, gym membership now, but since TrueFit does have showers, I was like, fuck it. I'll just keep that, you know, it's cheaper than a water bill, my yeah. water bill every month. So, um, and I'll just, if go get all the hot showers I want <laughs> 24 yeah. hours. Um, but, uh, anyway, yeah. So back to, to the living situation. Uh, so that, that's pretty much like the downside. I mean, it's quiet where I'm at. I don't have any issues. My neighbors are really great. Um, the, and I'm actually in the nicer part of her too. I know a lot of people when they hear her and they're like, Ooh, that's kind of ghetto up there. there, there there's really only one spot that's ghetto. And I actually think if I'm not mistaken. I want to say, the city's actually doing something about it where they're going to redevelop that area mm. and it's kind of forcing people out. Um, but uh, like I said, I'm in the nicer part. Um, rent's cheap. I just signed a two year lease, so I at least have a locked in rate. Uh, the landlord's been pretty easy going. You know, I had a, one issue with uh, uh, drainage kind of recently, and I mean, they took care of it, no problem. Uh, the pros, though, obviously, like I said, it's cheap. I actually have fiber optic internet out there, and it's like and fucking her, her, dude, <laughs> dude, and it's fast as fuck. I uh, so it's supposed to be one gigabyte up to one gigabyte download speeds, and every now and then I'll check on it. 
And the slowest I've seen the download speeds is like three, four hundred megabytes. Um, but pretty consistently, it's around like seven, eight hundred megabytes download speed. And you're lucky. I mean, back in the day, we only had Suddenlink here, and that was yeah, like ass. fucking ass. I lived in so after uh, high school, I moved up to Brenham, and I went to Blinn as well for one year. And uh, yeah, we had Suddenlink in Brenham. Bro. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Fucking the worst service. Suddenly dude. sucks. Even when you go up there in person, it was just like, it was like going to fucking Waffle House. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, Denny's at 4 a.m. Yeah, it's like Denny's 4 a.m. And it's just like, damn, dude, it's Monday fucking 2 p.m. Like, this should be like. A little more functional, man. Yeah, what the fuck is going on? And like, I mean, people would like be like, Screaming and cussing in there be just because the service was so fucking bad. That's hilarious. And they just like, yeah, deal with it. That's, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, suddenly, cause I don't know. I, I haven't heard of them lately. Yeah, because um, we have a bunch of other fucking people. They were fucking running a monopoly in this bitch. I believe it. And then all these new companies came in. Like, like Thank that's that's what God. this that's what this company. Um, so the company I have I get internet from it's called Brazos Wi-Fi, Brazos Valley or Brazos County or whatever. Um, but they're actually making it their job to, or they're, they're taking initiative here and putting in, um, um, fiber optic in all these small towns outside of, uh, college station. So like, I think they said Calvert has fiber optic, uh, Hearn has it. Um, what's another small town out here, but they're basically working their way up basically from between college station and Waco. They're hitting all those towns. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, pretty dope. That that's one thing that's been really great. Um, but yeah, with all this uh cheap rent, I've been wanting to uh kind of take advantage, you know, you know, as I continue growing and getting, you know, growing the income as well. Uh I've been wanting to travel more, you know, also for work. So right now I'm working on um, you know, obviously Tennessee, I mentioned that one. Um, but even maybe even like Arizona, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff going out there in Arizona. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Um, one thing, and I'm actually talking to a few, uh, I got a few like social chairs I'm talking to for the orgs around here. Uh, I w- kind of want to see if I can get like an away game crew or posse together. Basically all the away games next year. I'll, I want to talk, my goal would be, or the vision is to, um, Figure out what org would want to, you know, come up on a game, and I'll take that and be like, go go find a bar and be like, hey, after the football game, I got this many people coming in. Can we do like an official after party for A and M? Yeah, that's and, like easily possible. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's like I I, I know I've got a head count because we're here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's something I want to try to line up here. You know, the, right now for the fall. Yeah. Um, all whatever teams we're playing at their home, um, do that, but then also try to leverage that into, hey, don't forget about us when y'all come see us next season, whatever, you know. Um, yeah, man, just trying to do, do a lot of a lot more traveling for work. I just got back from uh, Colorado, actually. I was in Colorado. Where right, part? Uh, went to Breckenridge. Okay. Well, not Breckenridge, uh, sorry. Uh, so my, I, my parents, they live right outside Colorado Springs, and then I went to Monarch. Breckenridge is where we almost went. We went uh, a few years ago to Breckenridge, but uh, yeah, Colorado Springs and then up to Monarch Mountain to actually uh, ski and snowboard and all that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you ski snowboard at all or Fuck no? Damn. You I've ever never tried been. it? No. Never been really. I used to skateboard a lot. Yeah. But I never. 
I never. I mean, I would. Yeah, I just, just never, try it out. Yeah, never done it, dude. It's uh, it's dope. So I was uh, when I went up there with a buddy, or when when I went snowboarding, uh, I had a buddy come up there, and we we he flew into Colorado or Denver, and then I picked him up. We went out to Monarch, stayed the night, like twenty minutes away from Monarch, and the thing with Monarch, uh, compared to like Vail, Breckenridge, Steamboat, all the. It's more of a local spot. Like, there's no resort there. You have to stay outside of the mountain, like, in a town around the mountain, bef- and then go, you know, hit the mountain that, the day of. Um, whereas Breckenridge, Vail, they have, like, ski-in, ski-out resorts, so you can stay on the mountain, and you're already there, right? You just wake up, you hit the slopes. Um, but that comes at a cost. It's way more expensive. So we were looking at um, the... So one th- one thing you got to look into when you go snowboarding and skiing is, like, you get a lift pass or you can j- just climb the mountain yourself, you know, which is free, but... That's fucking, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10,000 uh, feet in the air. Yeah, I'm not that. I'm, I don't know how it compares to being stabbed in the lung, but uh, it's kind of hard to breathe. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not walking my fat ass up. Fuck no, man. I'm going to chill on the lift. Uh, so it, it, we saw that when we were in Monarch where people just walking up the slopes and then they would ski down i'm like dude that's half a day of walking right there yeah man like i want to get the most of of the joy rides you know uh but uh anyway so so price difference between the the lift passes uh for monarch and this is on a saturday so obviously a busier day um it's gonna come a little higher higher price uh but monarch with ski gear and a lift pass, so all in cost was like one hundred and seventy dollars, and then for for the Saturday, and then if you went to Breckenridge, just the lift pass was over two hundred dollars. Damn. Yeah, so you're about two fifty, uh, give or take, all in. Um, so that made a big difference. Um, the another thing was, and when we got there, dude, never busy. Really? I mean, you were you. As soon as you get down the, one of the slopes, you're back on the lift. You don't have to wait in line. Well, that's uh, dope. Dude, the lines were in and out. They were moving. Uh, so that was really cool. And so one of the, uh, I think our our second second run down, I got split up from my buddy. Uh, he he, <laughs> I think he was a little discouraged. He was like, "Fuck, man," he's just kind of sitting there saying, "Hey, man, you can go ahead. I'll just, <laughs> I want to." Sit here a second. I was like, all right, I kind of, I kind of figured what that meant. So, I went down the mountain uh, without him, and then uh, I ended up getting on a different lift. So they have three lifts, and uh, I, w- I got on the one I hadn't been on yet. And there was a guy that uh, one of the, it was a local. It was just him and I. We were. I was like, hey man, what's up? You know, just kind of casual conversation, and um, we got to talking. He said he had to, <laughs> he didn't want to get back on that lift, but he had to because his uh, daughter. On the last ride up on the lift, she dropped her ski poles. And so he had to go get her ski poles. He's like, he's bitching away. He's like, that motherfucker <laughs> bitching. Because, <laughs> oh, oh, what sparked the conversation? I made some comment. Uh, he got on he got on the lift, and he only had one one ski pole. I was like, where's the other one? Rough day? And like, <laughs> I said something stupid, like, first time or, you know, something like that. And he was like, no, my fucking daughter. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Anyway, so we started talking, and we're, we're like halfway up the mountain, uh, and he looks down and goes, there it is, fuck! <laughs> it's in like in the middle of all these trees and shit. <laughs> he was 
That's crazy. You God spotted damn that, it. Though. Yeah. Well, she had told him about where it was. And so, you know, while we were sitting there on the lift talking, he was, you know, poking his head around yeah, trying to, looking. yeah, keeping a lookout. And, and I mean, it was pretty much where she told him where it was. Cause there's a point where, uh, two of the lifts, they kind of cross paths mm-hmm. and, um, make an X. And she said, yeah, it's about where they cross. And so for, yeah, sure enough, there it was right there. Just bing, sticking around all the snow. But it was in an area where, like, off-road, off basically, you know? And, I mean, it was in a mound of powdered snow. Um, and you could tell the guy was, he was like, fuck this, man. He's like, now I got to go down, climb, go through all this terrain with one fucking ski pole. With, uh, he was bitching to moan him. But, anyway, we got to talking a little bit. And he said, so he, he was telling me he likes going to Monarch because there's a lot of locals. There was a lot of families there. There was no lines. And he was saying that um, his he gets the um, uh, what's it called the season pass. There we go, season pass. And because he's a veteran, his season pass for I think it was like four or five months. How long the season is? Uh, he was saying his season pass only is like fifty two hundred fifty bucks. And you know I spent almost two hundred just for one day. You know, uh, so crazy the price price difference when you get a season pass and. Uh, the season pass for Monarch was five hundred dollars for I think like you said even if it's four months not bad at oh, all. Shit, that's not bad. Yeah, not bad. It's basically like not even one hundred fifty dollars uh, a month. But he was saying also saying that that season pass gets you access to other mountains. You get like three day passes to other mountains uh, nearby. Uh, so I was like, fuck, man, I should have got a season pass because. I'll definitely plan for that next year. You know, try yeah. to go once a month and and make make the most of it, but. Um, nah, dude, it's dope, man. If you've already skateboarded, I would say you could probably pick up snowboarding pretty. It, the only difference is probably the incline or the decline, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I guess I'm curious, like w- when 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 you snowboard, is it? Cause, or I guess when you when you skateboard, sorry. Um, I wonder if it's like the feeling similar. So when I snowboard. One of the biggest challenges I had was keeping my front foot down. It's, I mean, it's, you're talking, you know, you're going downhill. So it took a little bit to get used to keeping the front foot down and steering with your back foot. Is it similar with, uh, I mean, it depends on I how much steering. I think it's completely different. Think so? Know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so, it'd be completely different. Okay. Then, yeah, maybe don't listen to what I say about <laughs> I mean, it I'm being. A, I'm down to yeah, try it. Yeah, no, no, it, it, it's way fun. So what, one thing I learned, this is just, you know, I, I had to learn the hard way because I didn't pay for lessons or anything the first time I went. First time I went was uh, Park City, Utah, and this is back when I was part of a real estate company out of Houston. And uh, we so I, back then, that's when I was like, broke, broke, no money, just figure it out, right? So I had enough money to get the gear and one of the guys that I work with, he said he would teach me or like kind of give me some pointers. Well, on the mountain, you know, they color code all the different uh, difficulties yeah. of the slopes. So green is the easiest, blue is medium or intermediate, intermediate. black is obviously expert. Hardest, yeah, yeah, difficult, the, uh, the expert difficulty. And then, of course, you know, the, you can get like subcategories. You have like blue, uh, I mean, green diamond, blue diamond, black diamond and then double diamonds uh from there um so anyway we we go up and uh you know first first time on the lift you know going up the mountain blah 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 get get everything strapped up and you know my buddy or this guy was trying to tell me hey just 
keep this in mind, focus on this, blah, 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 you know, and of course everything he's telling me is just over my oh, head, man. you know, yeah. just like, oh, okay, okay, foot down, hand, hands up, you know, just, uh, I'm just mumbling words just to, okay, I got it, I got it, right? So, I didn't realize this, but this motherfucker took me up to uh, uh, a double blue diamond uh, run right oh, out shit. the gate. How'd that go? Yeah, oh, as you would expect. <laughs> yeah, just cartwheels until the bottom. And so <laughs> we're fu- I get to the top, and he's like, hey, yeah, just just watch me. And um, yeah, 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 I mean, just watch me. You know, when I get down, I'll look back at you, and, and you know, I'll, I'll watch you from there. And I'm like, all right. So he goes, and I mean, just fucking chilling, you know? I'm like, I got this. And, uh, man, I t- I, as soon as I got over, literally halfway over the, the top of the, I'm like, I don't got this. <laughs> man. So, and the whole time, my biggest challenge was uh, I couldn't keep my front foot down. I was so, I was leaning so far back on my back foot because I was worried I was, as soon as I put any uh, weight forward, I'm just going to do car oh, wheels, right? Yeah. yeah, so the whole time, man, I just, I, it took me like half a day just to, build enough courage to keep my front foot down and uh once i got that down i was like we're chilling man now it's just a matter of getting the leaning front and backwards you know and uh being able to do most of the steering with the back foot so you're doing a lot of twisting a lot of shit that i you know not familiar with the motions you know just just messing me up so uh but no man it was a good man once i got it down chilling man it was badass but man that first day i got a my sides were beat up. Yeah, probably sore. Beat spot. up. Yeah, but just so. I, I I was bruised, and I mean, I woke up the next day, like on both sides, I had like bruises, you know, bigger than pancakes, oh. man. It's crazy, but dude, love it, man. It's so calming and peaceful once you can just like it feels like you're floating, you know. Yeah. Especially with the powder just blowing up around you, and you know, just it's like you're on clouds. Now it's dope. Uh, no, nah, man, I'm planning on making a, a, a trip out there every every uh, year, you know, at least once a year. Um, so, man, yeah, definitely got to come up, come up with sometime. Yeah, I'm down to try it out. I went, uh, so I drove this past time. And, yeah, uh, I'm I've driven to Colorado. No, before. You, you can ride with me if you want, or I can just pick you up at the airport. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll fly. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, flying to Denver will come get you. But uh, anyway, no, uh, the drive was actually pretty dope. Uh, I got hooked up, so I made the reservation with Enterprise, um, and I, when I went and picked it up, you know, I reserved a, uh, you know, just online, they give you, like, a generic vehicle yeah. description, right? And so, you know, as far as I know, I, I rented a mid-size SUV, whatever that is. So I get there uh, morning of, and I'm in the parking lot, I'm like, what the fuck? What am I gonna get? You know, I see minivans over here, and I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't want one of those. <laughs> and I look over here, and it's like Ford Expeditions, and then like box trucks. I'm like, what the fuck are they gonna put me in? So I get inside and uh, filling out, you know, just all the paperwork and uh, checking in, and they're like, all right, we just need uh, th- three contacts, uh, people that you know could vouch for you, and uh, you're good to go. <laughs> contacts. Hold on. What do you mean contacts? He goes. Uh, well, it's because I've never done that before. Every yeah. time I've rented, they're like, all right, yeah, just sign here. Here you go. Yeah. And uh, I was like, well, you know, the vehicle class we're putting you in, you yeah, know, we just want to make sure, you're, you know, if anything oh, sure. happens, we know yeah, we have nice. other people to contact, you know. 
And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what do you mean VA? He goes, dude, we're putting you in an Audi over there. I was like, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I started naming off people, you know. And so I actually put Godinez down, too. <laughs> yeah, that's like the last person you should have put. <laughs> uh, just for funsies, you know. It'd be like, <laughs> this guy's dude, we, we saw this guy's driving record. What the fuck? What the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> That's why he's number three. <laughs> Did you write him down as Triple Dewey Dave? Oh, my God. Oh, I should have. No, no, they just asked to name a number and they put it in. Or they, I don't know if they put it in the system or what. But anyway, so I get this uh, Audi and, dude, I'm not going to lie, fucking sick. It was so yeah. sick. Um, and even, you know, because it, it only took premium gas. And even with the premium gas, man, I'm not going to lie, the gas mileage was sick. Um, and it didn't have that big of a tank either. I think... Every time I filled up, the most I put in was maybe $40. Oh, damn. Yeah, maybe 40 And that's, you know, premium. So it, it didn't. It got a little more expensive as, as I got in the Colorado. But, dude, the gas mileage on this, I was getting, like, over 30 miles a gallon. It was sick. Butt warmers on point. Uh, it had a steering wheel warmer. Um, Got all I mean, the bells and whistles. Dude, bells and It was sick, man. Yeah. Yeah, when I flew to uh, Colorado, I rented a like a brand new Tahoe. Oh, shit. And that shit was so nice. It rode so smooth. Damn, dude. Oh, what would you do in Colorado? Uh, I had a, a tournament. Oh, there. tournament. Damn. Yeah. So they're pretty much all over the country, huh? Yeah, so I've, I've competed all over the country. I've done, uh, I competed in New York, Colorado, California multiple times for the world championships. Damn, dude. Yeah. That's got to be sick, though. How long are you gone for normally? Like three days. Three days? So, okay, yeah. just like a weekend thing. Yeah, I like I like to do like a day afterwards at least to, to check out the bars. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. kind of hang out. Dang, so how, what all nightlife have, or bars or have you explored? Man, uh, like I said, like New York, I went there. I stayed right uh, next to Central Park. Okay. Um, that was pretty dope. Got to check out like Times Square, went to a couple bars. Mm-hmm. I want I like I usually go by myself, so it's like uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to bars by yeah, myself. Yeah, you gotta, which is fun, but like I don't know where to go. Right, but uh, yeah, it's, New York was pretty cool. I think the the coolest like bar scene that I I got to go to was uh, San Francisco. Ooh, I've um, heard. Yeah, they had a. We went to this. I actually went with a group uh, for San Francisco because we went for the World Championships and uh, what's it called? We went to this bar. And uh, it's owned by kink.com, which is like a porn site that does oh, like a bunch, of, <laughs> bunch of BDSM oh, stuff. Oh, shit. What? And so like across the street, they have the uh, where they like do all the porn, like they film it. And what? Stuff. But they have the, the, the kink bar. Yeah. And it's just like a bunch of porn stars that like bartend there. What? And, and it's like all BDSM themed and shit like that. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, that's it, in New York, you said? No, no, that well, that's in San Francisco. San Francisco, and, uh, sorry, yeah. It's I don't know what it's called, but it's like if you ever watch porn, uh, and, you know, uh, nah, you know, <laughs> and and you watch the BDSM shit. There's there's some there's some of them that start with like a view of a castle. Uh-huh. It looks like a castle type thing. Oh. That's the one I'm talking about. And you see that castle. I don't know what you're bar. talking about. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we went there, and it was fucking cool shit. Wow. Yeah. So wait, the castle's out there or is that what it's, you're saying? It's it looks like a castle. It's not okay. a castle, but oh, it, it okay. kind of looks like that. So it's they like, just have like a, a a display makes it or it looks like no, you said, it's like, an actual place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh but I I don't it, I just to me it looks like a castle, but it's it's yeah. something But I that's part of the kink bar. Yeah. 
Well, it's on the other side. Okay. So the the kink bar is on yeah. one side of the street, and the then thing the is, castle's on yeah, the other castle, side. The castle. Damn, is on the other side. dude. Yeah, that that shit was dope. That's crazy. Yeah. Any girls working there? There were a lot of hot girls working there. Yeah. Yeah. So are they like just casually like how are they? What's the theme? Is there a theme at this bar? It's is a BDSM it just theme? Oh, okay, okay. But so are they dressed in like all leather and yeah, shit like, like that? Fucking wow. weird shit. Yeah. Damn, dude. Weird shit. You're not into that. No, I like it. Oh, you like BDSM? Big, big fan. <laughs> uh, what 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 side uh, are you are 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 you normally on? Man, don't strap me down. <laughs> Other side, the good side. The good, the fun side. Yeah, the fun side. <laughs> got it, got it. So you're the uh, dominator, not the dominated. For normally. sure. Yeah. Okay, got it, got it. Damn, dude, that's funny. So what? Do, I wonder. Do you think they have like a? Do they have like a shot wheel? You know, we have a shot wheel here at corner. But like, what? Uh, they, I no, they didn't have a. Can shot you like wheel. strap into a table and they spin you That'd like wheel dope. of fortune? I would have fucking definitely done, done that. <laughs> but no, they don't they have any just, activities like that you could do, like BDSM activities. Like dude, when like we went there, it seemed like it was like a swingers party. Oh, it was like gotta be careful with the that. The vibe yeah. was odd. And I was fucked up. I was just oh, like, he, right, yeah. They were like, ooh, outsider. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I was just like, what the fuck? This is dope, though. God, Man, I was dude. like, I think it was like 23, 24 when I went. Yeah. Yeah, I was like Dang, young years. buck, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's Everyone dope, else dude. was older, for sure. Damn, now we're going to explore. Yeah. I think the best, uh, the best travel story I have is when I went to Tijuana. Oh, what? Uh, I've told a couple people this story, and it's... Yeah. First this time on a podcast, huh? First time on a podcast. This <laughs> is this is fucking funny. Um, so I went to San Diego to do a training camp with a bunch of friends that are like pretty like high level jiu-jitsu, like yeah. world champion level. Uh-huh. And um, it was a Wednesday, and they're like, "Hey, you want to go to Tijuana?" And I was like, "Dude, I don't have a passport or anything. I can't. You don't need it." I was like, "What? Was Private like, yeah, air. You don't need it." So we literally drove to the border, walked across it. Uh, so when we get there, they like asked us for like passport and stuff like that. I was like, I I don't have one. They took me into this room to like question me, mm-hmm. and I swear to you, it was like the fucking hottest border patrol agent I've ever seen. I was like, am I on like border bangers or something? Like this <laughs> is this is nuts. This is this r- this, sponsored by Kink.com. <laughs> this girl is fucking hot. And uh, anyways, like they let me through. Yeah. And right when we passed, there's like some street vendors and shit like that. But there was a limo. And it was like an Escalade limo, and it, it took us to this place, a magical place. <laughs> and uh, this is like a weekday, like early in the morning, or not early in the early morning. This early, is on a whim. A, early, early in the afternoon. No, they, 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 my friends go all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You just went but on a whim, me, huh? Yeah, yeah. But for me, it's just like I'm tagging along. And uh, so we get in this Escalade, it, it takes us over to this strip club for free. Oh my God. And uh, it's called. For anyone listening, and this is a very famous place. It's called Hong Kong. What? And we walk in there, and you would think that like all the strippers and like the the waitresses out in Tijuana, they they'd be like fucking mid yeah. or ugly. Yeah. I felt like each and every single one of them could have worked for Brazzers. They wow. were all fine. Wow. And so we go there, and we're just like having a good time drinking and stuff like that. I'm talking to I'm not gonna name anyone, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking to uh, one of my friends that I was training with. And uh, he's like, yeah, you can fuck any of them for like 40 bucks. Oh. I'm like, what? 
That's crazy. That's, That's say less. Crazy. God. So, anyways, it's like a, a from what I remember, I was fucked up, but it was like at least two story like bars. Yeah. And then they had like a hotel like built on top of it. So <laughs> for convenience. Get, yeah, for convenience. <laughs> and so we go to the second floor and this is fucking nuts. But they had two stripper poles and uh, the stage was kind of like ovalish from okay. what I remember. And the, you could sit like right at the stripper, like the, the stage. Yeah. And they were completely naked and there was whipped cream everywhere and they're slipping and sliding. <laughs> and I'm just like st- standing there with my mouth in your hand. just <laughs> fucking open. Like, oh my God. God dang. And this, I'll never forget this guy white dude in a full suit yeah got a little bit of whipped cream on and he just like turns around he's like you never been to uh, hong kong before and i was like bro i've never been to mexico before <laughs> and he's like hold on and he like whistles and like beckons this big mexican guy to come over and he comes over and he's carrying this big machine in his hand i'm like what the what fuck the is that fuck? looks like a gun it's like Uh-oh. huge and it's heavy and he walks over and then i realize what it is and he hands it to me. And I'm like, oh, shit. This guy in the suit hands this poor girl two American dollars, puts it on the stage. And she uh, does this weird maneuver and just opens her legs up in front of me. She's fully naked. And I have this machine in my hand. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah. And so I point the machine at her. And what it is, this machine is, it's uh, pretty much like a handheld bandsaw. But at the end of it is a giant dildo. Oh, what? And so I'm like, really? You want me to do this? And he's like, yeah. And then everyone scoots away. I stick it in there and I pull the trigger. I didn't know that there Auto was fire. levels of this trigger. I just pulled it all the way. And so it just fucking hammering into her. And whipped cream is going everywhere. My friend, who will not be named, is sitting next to me. And whipped cream goes all over his face <laughs> all over and this mexican guy tries that that handed me the machine hands him a napkin he's like here oh you go my God. and he's like no just leave it <laughs> then i hand him back the machine <laughs> for two dollars two dollars i did that not even and I, it's not even my two dollars <laughs> We gotta go to Tijuana. I wanna go to Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Hong Kong, dude. Hong that Kong is crazy. and Tijuana. If you ever get the chance, go. Sounds like forty two dollars is you do you do well there. Go with at least forty two dollars. <laughs> that's all I'll say. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, that shit was so much fun. You got us like some pretty great stories over here. <laughs> BDSM bar and then uh Hong Kong and the wrong country, and yeah. uh, <laughs> I didn't know there were two Hong Kongs out there. Yeah, you gotta go. Damn. So wait, wait. What what year was that? What year was Hong Kong and uh, Hong Tijuana? Kong. That was fucked. That I think that was like five years ago. Okay, should yeah. be around. Yeah, yeah, around five years ago. And they're probably out of uh, employees with how many people moved over here in the last year or Dude, two. They, <laughs> I still find them randomly on TikTok. And the thing that they say about Hong Kong and Tijuana, that 
it's a joke. Like they they try not to say that it's like a fucking a brothel. Yeah. Uh, they're like, oh yeah, it's like the best fucking uh, Chinese food in Mexico. <laughs> so they always all the comments like, dude, I had the best shrimp fried rice there. Blah blah blah. That's all the comments. Well, no some one. Puntang. Yeah. No <laughs> one fucking talks about what it really is on on TikTok. But it's like, uh, you know what? Have you seen Have you seen that, that TikTok trend? It's like, oh, you're lonely. I could fix that. And it's just a guy staring at something. Uh I saw that the other day, actually. And it's a guy just like staring at the entrance of the Hong Kong (laughs) place that I went to. Like, that's fucking funny. That's perfect. Holy cow. So don't tell me those are like the two best stories you got. You got to have like. Those are fucking funny stories. Oh, for sure. Those are amazing. There's some other stories, but I I will save them. You want to save them? I won't say them on on, pod, <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> They're uh, illegal. Oh, so, oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. A lot of uh, alleged activities. Huh? A lot of a lot of alleged activities. Man, <laughs> eventful. Yeah, but those are two that I. That, that I no, those know. are great, man. Yeah, those are good ones. A lot of travel. So a lot of traveling for uh, uh, jujitsu yeah. and tournaments and all that. What a uh, dang! So pretty much every weekend something going on in another state. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking into, uh, so I got back into golf recently. Oh, yeah? Yeah, crazy, crazy. No, just because, you know, I I, honestly, dude, I was playing golf even before before high school, uh, Mm -hmm. even before I knew you. But um, what's crazy is, uh, so last time I played, it was right before Christmas or right after Christmas. I think it was right after Christmas. Um, But I went and played family, you know, dad, uncle, and uh, cousin, and I beat all three of them, and my dad and uncle for sure play. Well, my dad plays once a week. My dad, my uncle plays three to five times a week, and uh, beat them all. And that's what like could have been better, you know. Yeah. But uh, so I don't. I, how familiar are you with golf? Do you know how like the scoring Not works? Right. Okay, so how it works? You know, you have eighteen holes, right? And on each hole, they have what's called different pars. And what the what it is, you know, you can call it like a par three, four, or five. Um, so par three, you know, means par is getting your ball in the hole in that many shots. Right. So and then same thing, par four and five. Um, so a lot of courses are a par 72 and really in like in PGA on competitive levels, um, that's even the pros, they're not that far below par, you know, but a lot of courses they play are a lot more difficult than what, um, you know, all these local public parks, right? Or public courses. Um, anyway, but, like, a lot of these professionals, um, like Tiger Woods even, you know, they're they're not breaking 60, so they're not too far below par, but usually, like, mid to high 60s is about where they are. Um, now, for the amateurs, you know, the, the, the weekenders, right, or the once-a-year guys like me, um, 100 is, that's our par, you know? So for me, so when I came in and, you know, we, we went and played that one time, uh, I shot, I actually shot a 91. And so for us, you know, we're like, that's, that's, good. that's our par basically, <laughs> you know, or that's blow par. Right. Um, but anyway, but I, what, what was like fucking me up was like my putting, right. Putting was basically, I was getting on the greens and if I were, you know, only putting once or twice to get in the hole, good. But I was putting two and three times most holes. So basically how I did, I, I did the math. I was like, if I take one stroke off every hole, you know, that's 18, right? If I take one off every hole off my score, that puts me at 73. And par is 
72. No. So yeah. yeah, not bad. If I if I really get you know if I get into it, I, I might be able to compete, comp- you know, uh, <laughs> professionally, right? Because the thing is, dude, at, in PGA, I was I was you know really got curious. I started going down a rabbit hole uh, with with how much these people make at these tournaments, three day tournaments, you know. Uh, so in PGA, so they pay typically. I mean, it it, it varies, you know, because if there's ties, then less people get paid. Um, but it usually on a PGA tournament, up to 70 people get paid. That's seven zero, seven D people. A lot of fucking people get paid. In my opinion, that's a lot of people, but I'm sure all, you get like a couple hundred people that yeah. initially start out anyway. So top 70 gets paid, uh, and 70th place on average walks away with 15, $20,000 Damn. for three days. Yeah. Three day tournament. I know when I heard that, I was like. Are you fucking kidding me? Fuck yeah. Yeah. And these guys, and so. I'll be playing for last plays. I don't give a shit. Dude, exactly. <laughs> go to hang out at least, you know? Uh, so, so, but then I started looking at it. I was like, all right, what are these guys typically scoring, right? I saw this one guy. He was in about midways. He, he, he placed, I don't know, I think like between 30 and 40th, 40th place. And his scores for a three-day tournament, he, he scored, I think one was like a 82 77, 75. Oh, didn't, sure. even hit, didn't even break par. Guess how much he made? How much? This dude walked away with over $120,000. God damn. One weekend. Fuck, I'm going to get in golf. You want to play some golf? Let's Smack some, some balls around? Golf. <laughs> Fuck it, it's a little, little less brutal on your body, you know? Yeah, I'm down. I'll play some fucking golf. <laughs> dude, it's crazy, right? That's wild. Yeah, well, okay. So now, now I'm even farther in the rabbit hole. Now I'm like, in the back of my head, I was like, I got to join a club. I got to join a guy. Like, that way I can practice as much as I want, play as much as I want. Because, you know, the so when I went and played uh, that course that uh, I played with my dad, uncle, and all them, we uh, we played in Huntsville. It was a Sam Houston course, mm-hmm. and uh, it's called Bearcat Course. Anyway, so they have a membership out there where you pay $200 a month, and it's all you can play. And that's why my uncle plays out there a lot. Cause, I mean, fuck, you know, if you just go one-off, it's, I think, about $45 a round. So, I mean, pfft. Yeah, might as well. Four times a month, you know, you're already making your money uh, or getting your money's worth. So, anyway, started digging into clubs. Well, then I discover there's, like, really high net worth clubs that you can join. And not necessarily, like, there's golf pros there or, you know, you can get a lot of teaching. But now it's, like, now it's more of a social circle, you know. Like, you just change who you're around all the time, you know. Um, So... When when I played that round with my dad that day, we, you know we went out and got got lunch afterwards. We were we were just talking. Now you know in my mind, I'm like, I know I just shot probably one of the better rounds of golf in my life. Um, well, I say it was one of the better rounds, the best round I ever shot. Uh, remember Houston Oaks? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 right on the road from the from the school and all that. So I I worked there for two summers. In the first summer, they let us play all we could. You know, so I was playing a fuck ton of golf out there. And the best round I ever shot, I got a, I think it was 77 or 78. And I'm like, that's good. I'm out here, you know? my 15 grand. I could have, yeah, (laughs) yeah, if I would have known, fuck. Well, come to find out, so Houston Oaks got bought out. I think it was uh, our junior or senior year. They got bought out, and it went from a public course to a private course. So membership only, right? And... um, 
one of my uh, neighbors, it was a girl that went to Waller as well. Her dad, he were he was an oil and gas, and he actually um, he had a membership at that club before it went private, and he so he got grandfathered in. Oh, well, nice. dude, they fucking overdid this course, and we I actually saw him in uh, November or something. He, they they reached out to me. Uh, do a birthday party for one of their friends. I was like, shit, hell yeah, you know, for, um, so I went and did that. We were catching up, chopping shop, and, uh, you know, talking shop, chopping it up, and we, I asked him, I was like, hey, you know what, you know, you still got that membership with Houston Oaks? He goes, nah, he ended up canceling it, and uh, while we were talking, I was like picking his brain on, like, how much it costs, right? And uh, he said, because he got grandfathered in, he didn't have to pay their uh, initiation fee. So there's a lot of these higher-end courses. They have just basically like a one-time fee, and then you pay monthly from there or annually, right? Yeah. By, you know, they have different ways that they bring up the, the annual dues. But anyway, uh, so he had said the annual or the initiation fee, the one-time payment, when he uh, canceled his membership, had gotten up to $100,000. What the fuck? At Houston Oaks. And Waller? And Wa- Hockley, yeah. Yeah, technically Hockley, right? But yeah, pretty much Waller. So, yeah, crazy, right? But the thing was, when I was working there, I could (coughs) see the money flooding into that place. I mean, they completely revamped it. I mean, they, uh, (coughs) the pro shop where you go in and, like, they have, you know, merchandise and also you do your check-in for your tea time and everything, their pro shop just burned down uh, Mm. one summer. And all of a sudden, they had a brand new one. You know, insurance paid out, and they nice. demoed and rebuilt. <laughs> so, anyway, but the one of the owners, so the three owners, I think there there are, there is still or there are still three owners. Uh, but one of the owners, he is uh, the founder. I think I believe he's the founder. But at the time, he was definitely one of the founder or owners of w- one of the largest commercial developers and uh real estate companies in texas uh it was called new quest um but they do they've got shit everywhere uh, but he did a lot he himself did a lot of uh yeah you hear all the bags behind us yeah the the their, that private events probably starting soon um yeah it's already eight o'clock um anyway the uh, what was i gonna say oh anyway so he he himself personally was involved with a lot of commercial development stuff um but so he, you know, resources out the ass to make this course what it is now. Um, anyway, but I could see when I was still working there that hella money was flooding. Not just their money and, like, improvements, but the members. I mean, people were rolling in. The the average car rolling in there went from, you know, like a Mercedes to fucking Maybach, you know. Yeah. Roll, you know, Rolls Royce, Bentleys, uh blacked out SUVs, you know, yeah. with drivers. So, anyway, a lot of money out there. Anyway, so going back to, like, my my digging and courses and memberships and everything, I'm looking around locally, looking around everywhere. And while we were sitting there having lunch after that one round, uh, my dad mentioned the uh, there's a course right down the road from the Renaissance Festival in Magnolia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiger Woods apparently bought it back in, like, 2015, 16, somewhere in there. Or he's part of it somehow. And... Uh, same thing like Houston Oaks, they're revamping it, right? And I was like, you know, I'm curious. I want to see what that membership's all about. So I went online, and th- this isn't something where you just, like, submit your information, and then, hey, here's my card, and 
join. Yeah. This is one of those ones where you submit all your information, and they'll let you they know. call you, vet you, and then they invite you to join. You know, exactly. So, um, anyway, so I'm talking to this guy, and they have different memberships uh, that they offer. Guess how much their uh, initiation fee is? Two fifty. Hundred ninety thousand. Yeah. And the thing is, so they have this one membership. You know, and I, you know, they have all the details about the membership online, but they don't give you any numbers, no financials, right? So, uh, you know, when he told me, he's like, yeah, it's 190000 and, uh, you know, you, you actually qualify for this membership that we have. Uh, it's like a young professional membership. Basically, anybody under 40, instead of paying the 190 up front, they'll, uh, you can pay 25% for up front, and then they finance the balance at 5% interest. Oh until you turn 40. Yeah, I'm like, God damn, what the fuck? fuck? But at the same time, it's like, I can't buy a house for 190 right now. <laughs> <laughs> and the interest rates aren't, aren't 5% right now. So it's like, eh, you know, if I get, you know, bump elbows with the right people, maybe there's something there, you know? Uh, but I thought it was so funny. He was like, yeah, you know, we finance it, you know, just a mere 5%. And, just a mere 5%. Uh, a mere 5%. And then their annual dues are 26000 a year. It's crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, so... Anyway, all in. If I were to split it all up, it'd be like thirty five hundred a month. If I, with the twenty five percent, it's like forty five grand down. So <laughs> crazy. Yeah, golf's man. expensive, dude. It is. I mean, fucking the clubs, the balls. Um, yeah, like you said, I, I just got into it recently, and there's a lot of things I'm like shocked by. You know, like golf balls, for example. There's a brand, uh, like the big brand right now, is the Pro V ones. And, or that's the name of the, uh, and it's basically, I think they were selling for like a dollar a ball mm-hmm. and that's extremely high because you can go get, uh, golf balls. I mean, depending on the brand and how many you buy, like the quantity and in, in a pack, you can get them from like 25 cents to 50 cents a ball. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when you get a brand that just, you know, pro v one, a dollar a ball, um, it gets, yeah, crazy expensive. So. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy uh, getting back into golf and, and kind of rediscovering, like, oh, fuck, man. I was I was playing back when, you know, I was young enough to where my my dad would pay for it, you know? Yeah. So now it's, like, getting into it, I'm like, Ooh. Fuck, it's fucking this much. Yeah, dude, <laughs> so anyway. But, yeah, man, we'll have to, uh, have to get you on the car sometime and see if you can make get it. I'll into- fucking try it out. <laughs> I played I mean, at fucking Big, sh- big Shots. Not oh, yeah? Around, and I was fucking terrible. Hey, it's all, it's all, it's all in the, it's all in the hips, man. You're like that Happy Gilmore. It's all in the hips. <laughs> I guess I got no fucking hips. Shit. Shit, man. Well, dude, we're at an hour forty-five. You wanna keep rolling, or what you got going on today? I think I gotta get going. You gotta get going. Yeah. Shit, man. We'll have to do it again. I, I, I'm, what I like to do is, uh, I want to have at least like, 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 closer people I talk to, or, or keep. You know, friends will say, yeah. "Oh, I like. That. I think it'd be fun to have them like once a month, a little yeah. recording, like a little catch up, and catch up on life and all that shit like that." But not so, not just life, but also, uh, you know, any drama, and news, and politics Plenty and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, man, you ready to call? We'll call him. Appreciate you hopping on. We'll uh, do it again soon. Hell yeah. Yeah, Mike, appreciate you. We'll uh, catch up with you again yes, another sir. time. All right, y'all be safe out there. We'll see y'all later.
Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you haven't already, please like, follow, share us with your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, your granny, your granddad, your dog, your cat, your horse, your cow, your goldfish, your platypus, and your favorite third grade teacher. We'd greatly appreciate it. We'll look forward to seeing y'all in the next one.